You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, man. Uh, last game against Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, John Morant messed around and got a triple-double. 26 points, 13 rebounds. I think he had seven of those in the first quarter. Uh, 11 assists on the night. Uh, messed up against Shai, uh, Gilgis Alexander. I got some bones. I, I, I really got a minute random I want to go on, man. There, there's a couple of RC Smart C podcasters that have dropped some uh, podcasts about the top players on the age 25 and, you know, the all NBA teams and all those type of things. And mm-hmm. like everybody's kind of putting uh, Shaq Gilligan's Alexander above uh, Demetrius Jamel Morant right now. And, 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 and Josh, Josh talks like he doesn't care about that type of stuff. I beg to differ. I'll never call Big 12 a liar. But <laughs> but uh it does kind of, it does kind of seem like against certain guys you do get a, a better version of Ja uh on the court. Uh Shaq Gillies Alexander trying to pull up the boss score from yesterday. I know he finished with 20 something odd points. I think it was like 23, 24, 26, something like that. 26, yeah. but but he, had he, a, but most of those came from the free throw yeah, line. Yeah, he only made four baskets on the entire night. Uh Dylan Brooks defending him very well last night. Um, I'll say this, man. SGA is one hell of a player. I think he's a very good player. But just like another player that we'll talk about in the final segment of the show, it's the difference between being a guy that can just go out there and score 30 points, that can just, you know, do a lot of stuff, you know, three-dimensional scoring, score inside, outside, mid-range, take it to the basket, shoot shoot threes. Great. There's diff- there, there's It's awesome to be that type of guy. But can you be that type of guy and actually lead your team to win games? That and that's that's something that John Morant came in as a rookie and showed himself able to do. You know, what I mean, this Grizzlies team, if not for the pandemic, they probably would have finished. You know, just a regular playoff team. They fell off after the Jaron Jackson Jr. injury in the bubble and had a poor showing in the bubble, lost in the play-in game. But you're talking about playing postseason basketball, John Morant's rookie year, and hasn't missed the postseason yet since he's been here SGA hell of a player, but how is he really affecting wins and losses when it comes down to the thunder? I, I, I was, I was highly offended. listening to these parties, these podcast guys, uh, Jason Smith, who were saying, suggesting the SGA is a better player than John Murray. So he's not, he hasn't. <laughs> right. Let's, let's establish it. First of all, uh, I, I'm with you on the sense that he doesn't make guys yet. He hasn't reached a level of John Moran in terms of where mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he makes everybody around him better. That mm-hmm. said, I, I will say, even even before Ja got here, you've got a look, you got a little bit more to work with than I think SGA has had. I know there there are pieces. Uh, what's the kid's name? Poku, the skinny yeah. kid that mm-hmm. at times you know shows some flashes, and um, mm-hmm. they they got they've got a couple other young pieces, but that's not close to uh, it. It it doesn't match what the Grizzlies have in terms of a, around him. My my right. whole thing is is. So, you know, with Chet Holmgren being out for the year, you set that back too. And you've got a guy now who's coming into, 
you know, he's averaging 31 points this year, saying he needs to be mm-hmm. on a team that where 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 he have to be the he'd have to do that to be to win. Where where we can yeah. find out if he can be mm-hmm. right, right. Maybe he's not that guy. Maybe he's not John Morant in the or you know, in the sense that he makes everybody from a point guard standpoint or, or usage standpoint, but I don't think we're gonna know completely what he can be until that 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 roster is more settled around him, or yeah. more important, till he gets up out of there. Because right. I wouldn't right now. You don't know what the way this organization feels about you know Chet. Are they building it around you, or are they building it around him in the future? You know what? What, what about what mm-hmm. happens with their pick? So I just I I love the kid. I'm with you. I, I I don't I don't like folks putting him ahead of John Morant. We're talking about you know second team All NBA last year. He's not close to where John Morant is. John Morant, you know, second best record in the league last year. You've won a playoff series. He's not anywhere close to that. But that kid. If he is not if if he is not wasted by OKC, if he's in the right in the right place, saying he's mm-hmm. unbelievable, man. He's unbelievable. He could score at all levels. Yeah, I had this conversation with some of my friends about him, and they were like, "Man, that organization is is good. They're putting something good together there." And I'm like, "Man, but how, how long will it be before that kid is playing on a competitive team?" Exactly. And man, you remember you remember last year they you were trying to down. yeah you they were trying to put uh. Uh, 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 I can't remember the other kid. Um, good God, man, I'm so terrible with names. They were they were trying to put it. Seems like they were trying to put him above him last year. The rookie they had last year. Um, why am I so terrible with names, Jason Smith? But uh, Giddy, uh, Giddy, yeah, they were trying to put Giddy above him last year. Like you, you, it was like they were trying to almost make way for Giddy to be that dude. And trying to put SGA off of the ball, and I was like, "Man, mm-hmm. put the ball back in that dude's hands. Like, what, right. why y'all? It needs around? to be in his hands. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, it's like, uh, it's like with him, he's the obvious alpha on that team, and they're just kind of screwing around with him. And I, I ain't gonna lie, man. No, you're right. He did have seven assists last night. I'm looking at yeah, it right now. Yeah, and I'll say this, bro. Uh, as far as SGA is concerned, like, you, like I said, he's a hell of a player, hell of a scorer. Um, I just don't. Guys like that who just don't like lose their minds when they're losing. There were moments in that game where he just didn't seem like he cared that, that the Grizzlies was just running off on him. You know what I mean? And it's like, right. I don't know, man. That's like, an interesting point because that yeah, I, I mean, I, you had had your worst game of the season cool against. Like that, man. Yeah, you had had your worst game of the season against him in November, fifteen points. Mm-hmm. Dylan had done a job on you. You think there'd be a little more? I feel you. I don't. I don't know if he if he wears it on his. You know, on on his shoulder at all. I don't know if he's like if he's that kind of dude. I feel your point though. You'd yeah. like to see a little more fire, but I'd also say, man, you don't want him shooting out all that fire for that loser organization right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'd be, Do you think you'd be he great. really wants to be there though? Like I hear people say, man, he's probably just happy. There. I think he's just gonna get paid, bro. Like I don't really think he genuinely wants to be in that situation. No, no, I think you know you get the extension, whatever it is, but you get mm-hmm. out of this. I don't think this is a Bradley Beal situation where God yeah. telling him to stay there. I think eventually he's gonna. You know, because if it's not being built around him, then he's got a role. I'm with you. He's the he's the yeah. he's the alpha male. He's the he's the dog in there. But I just don't like the way it's being built right now. I don't uh, know. Things, Again, we gotta see with Chip. Yeah, for sure. Um, other things of note: Dylan Brooks finished with 24 points yesterday, nine of 19 from the field. The most impressive stat, of course, was five of 12 from the three point line uh, for Dylan Brooks. Had a couple like super hot stretches. Had some, of course, some villain moments where Dylan did some things that you weren't happy about. But in 30 minutes to put up those 24 points uh, and then to, like we said, hold 
uh, SGA to only 26 points, only made four uh, buckets on the night. Uh, shout out to Dylan Brooks for the game he had. Uh, but if if there ever was a day where we should do our seasoning for uh, in the second half of the week, I'm not going to try to force that in there. But if we were, the man I would give my season to would be Sante Aldama for the game he had yesterday. The seven-foot highlight film, man. Four, 14 points last night, three re- rebounds, three assists. Yeah, I want to say that every assist he had was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, he was two or four from three. He's got that thing where he's shooting the ball before even bringing the ball down. He did that twice last night, did it once the other night. Uh, big game for him. David Roddy find, catching his stride. Uh, he had eight points last night. Um, he was two or four from three, playing well defensively. Some numbers came out showing that, that showing his defensive numbers have they've increased throughout the year. David Roddy, like you said, catching his stride. And somebody we definitely want to talk about uh, before we end the show is Zaire Williams. He made his return yesterday. Uh, four points, six rebounds in 18 minutes. Had a uh, nice little activity around the basket he was having. Didn't make any threes. Uh, his jump shot was a little bit off. But, yeah, good to see, of course, uh, Zaire Williams back uh, last night as well. Yeah, I liked him. He, was, he looked bouncy. Obviously going to be a minute to get the shot. He's known for mm-hmm. the mid-range game. He'll probably start from, you know, you get comfortable there. That's what's that's what his offensive game has been about. Um, hopefully he'll get the shot back quickly. But I think the main thing you're watching with him, having dealt with that knee and that, that tendonitis was, you know, uh, at least according to the organization, was just the bounce, you know, how much bounce he had, how he was moving. And I thought for the most part for a first night looked pretty good. Uh, uh, that's, you know, uh, again, hopefully it didn't, it's a it's a quick, you know, it, it, it's a quick getting used to uh, being back in the rotation and the in the mm-hmm. pace of the game again, like it was for for Jaron Jackson. I don't see any reason why it doesn't have to be uh, the other the other guy, the other unsung guy, man, Brandon Clark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big game last night. Yeah. Just because it was a season high, 17 points. You know, they're going to continue to need that from him. It's easy saying I'm because I'm back with you, it, you know, Santi, uh, 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 you know, there's so many storylines, but it's easy to overlook. Uh, the energy that Clark's yeah. been bringing, being that, work. Yep. you know, yeah, 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 that roll of the basket guy, that alley oop guy, he did a he did a lot of that last night too. So they're yeah. getting they're they're a lot. They got a lot of guys playing at a high level right now, including like what, we, Santi. yeah, Santi's been incredible, man. Look, looking like a little baby Palgasol out there for real. And, they, and here's the thing too, we, me and you joked off the air about how that dude looks a lot like Palgasol. Santi is 21 years old. Man, <laughs> if Pakistan was 21 when he came over here, so who knows what 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 you know well, Santi can turn into, man. Well, and the early thing on Powell was you could punk him, right? I don't I don't think right. you, you're gonna be able to do that with Santi this at this young. We've seen it, we've talked about mm-hmm. it, teams have tried already. You know, it took a while for Powell. Heck, it almost took getting out there with Kobe in the Lakers before he toughened right. up. Man, Santi has got a swagger and a toughness to him. That most, you know, European twenty-one-year-olds do not have. Right. He is not getting punked, and y'all love what what you touched on, man. That skill where he catches it up here and keeps it up here and shoot the three. I've never, I've never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen good. that in the post, saying I'm not seeing that at the three-point line. Yeah. Big dude is skilled. You talked about the passes, the behind the back to yep. to Brandon Clark on one of them. The touch like around he, the rim. He's he's good, man. It's gonna like, be hard to keep good. him off the floor. It is. Yes, it yeah, is for sure. For sure. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, looking at it again, we talked about this earlier. The Grizzlies now sit uh, in third place pretty much in the West, tied for second with the Phoenix Suns, both have an identical 16-9 uh, record. The Grizzlies have won four straight. Uh, Phoenix has lost two. You would assume, I think the Suns and the Pelicans play each other twice, like in the next week or something like that. So you, you'll you assume that something's going to happen uh, there with the Grizzlies. If we can keep winning, we can move up. The Pelicans have been super hot. Uh, winners of five straight, they're 16-8. and eight. They were 11 and late before the streak. Uh, they're playing very good basketball. Had a lot of home games, and they're 10 and 3 at home. Uh, in this recent stretch, they've had a lot of home games, so they've taken advantage of that. Um, looking at the games the Grizzlies have ahead uh, coming up in the schedule, we know that they have, I think, Detroit is next. No. Yeah. yeah they got Detroit next. You got Atlanta. Um, then you have Milwaukee next week as well. And you wrap up next week on Saturday against Oklahoma City Thunder. If you can make some gain some ground in those games it can be a very exciting situation for the Grizzlies where you look up and they're in first place in the west uh especially with the Pelicans and the Suns having to play each other twice I believe it within the next week um with that being said with the season moving as fast as it is uh, we're already you know almost 30 games into the season what do you think um will be the Grizzlies what team or what thing what do you think will be the biggest obstacle between the Grizzlies and finishing possibly in their rare era of the number one seed in the West? Yeah, I mean, the quick answer would be, you know, whether or not you believe in New Orleans or is Phoenix going to settle down and sort of, you know, take that spot mm-hmm. back there. But I almost think saying it's 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 within themselves, it's it's the health factor. Yeah, man. Because if, if they can get healthy, dude, they have enough talented bodies that they can even, we've seen it now, you know, the missing Bane, you start out, one and five. Now you're seven and six without him. Like they figured that out. So, mm-hmm. so there, there, there's enough depth there, enough bodies that, um, to think that if they can ma- maintain relative to de- decently good health, mm-hmm. saying they're they're up to tenth in defense, they're ninth in offense. We know those numbers are going to continue to rise. It's probably going to be more like, and you got to put some respect on New Orleans. I think they're right now they're third defensively. They're sixth offensively. They're mm-hmm. one of the five teams like the Grizzlies that are top ten on both sides. But they haven't done it for a full season, saying. Right. You know, you you've been you were sixth last year in defense. I think that's the edge. And if, bro, if 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 you can keep the ones you've got healthy, you know where they're at right now. Get Desmond Bain back. We'll get to that uh, here in 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 some weeks. Uh, I I don't I don't necessarily think it's a team saying because everybody's got a hole or two. Uh, as much as it is, if the Grizzlies can stay healthy, by the time we look up, they're the team that's maybe yeah. playing the best defense and you know top six, top eight in offense. I just right. it's it really it's 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 in there. That said, I mean I know we still haven't seen Dylan, Ja, Jaron, and Bain on the floor. We still haven't seen them all together. Um, that said, man, mm-hmm. they've got so many pieces now saying they're operating a high level. I just I don't know that right. there's who, who's got more depth. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I totally agree. Um, 
like I said, I said this in the last podcast, and you agree with me. We are the best team in the West, man. Like, and I think it's, I think that's, that's real. Like that's that's really how I feel, man. I I don't feel like anything stops us except for what you said, availability and health, man. Like if we, I think once we get all these guys rolling full speed, everything will be good. And I say that because, man, we we were second place in the West last year. Right. Phoenix was better than us. This Phoenix team just isn't the same. They're not the juggernaut that was, you know, way out in front of everybody I for watched the entire them. season. Yeah, I'm they're with, not the I same. watched them get sliced yeah. up against the – when Booker's yeah. off the floor, they don't have anybody they can go to and be sure. Yeah. Gonna be. Bridges can't do that. He can't play with a second unit and lead them offensively. No. They don't They don't have that guy, no. uh, that second unit guy, it feels like to me. When Booker goes off the floor, man, they mm-hmm. come apart. Yeah, and, and with that Pelicans team, I think they're good. I'm not going to act like they're not. But uh, it's it's kind of a natural progression, and and they, I don't think they're going to be a team that I don't think what we're seeing from them now is real, you know, from them. Uh, and I know we got a lot of that last year, but you know, I just don't see it with them. That but team has go ahead. I was just going to say let let's see Zion healthy for a full season. Yeah, you know, let me sure. let's let's see let's sure. health question on them as well. But I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm with the the main thing with them is you you got to put it together. Grizzlies were set. You mentioned it second in the West last year. You know, you've been, been among there. the elite. Been there, and done that, yeah. You know how to run a, a, a regular season race and get to the end mm-hmm. up there at the top. The New Orleans hadn't done that yet, so let's see what happens with the pressures yeah. on them. They're leading the pack, and they got some people trying to chase them down. Right, you know? and I will say this. Uh, being the being the tribal chief of Grizzlies Twitter, um, right. I have had several encounters with, uh, with New Orleans Pelicans fans, but I ain't going to lie, man. I'm happy to see them kind of being what they're supposed to be because I like I'm I'm really pulling for that rivalry big time. Y'all know I don't hide that at all. Um but yeah I'm I'm excited to see them. You know we got them we you know we got them a couple more times this year. So you know home and away. Um and I hope we get we get to go at each other full strength man with everybody in tow. Uh the last couple of games have been kind of disjointed as far as that goes. But yeah shout out to shout out to the Pelicans. I don't think the Suns are for real. The Warriors get out of my face. Like I said, I th- like both of us said, I think the only thing that prevents us from being from finishing uh, with that number one seed is is health, is is ourselves.